How are we doing out there, Lo-Fi listeners? Where you at? It's summertime, and Lo-Fi Poli is teaming up with Hipsville AD's Gregory Day to bring you our summer music series of The Trade-Off, trying to give you all out there some new tunes to jam to this summer. Gregory Day, my friend, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent, man. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good, doing good. It's hot. It's icky, sticky, but I'm still loving the summertime. <laughs> Why don't you break down for the good people at home what we got going down? Yeah, this is the trade-off. So we're doing uh, a musical genre trade-off where we pick one mu- one musical genre, and then we uh, kind of pick two pieces uh, of music that represent our point of view of that genre. Um, so they could be vastly different. They could be very similar. Uh, and then we kind of we share them, and then we uh, give our point of or, you know our opinion about them. So uh, this week we're talking Indian music, uh, which I know is a very wide umbrella of uh, to put out there. Um, all types of music from from India um, and so we chose two pieces of music um, I think you and I maybe you're not the most educated individuals on Indian music but uh, I guess we could jump in to see where our taste lies and where we chose and what we chose for sure for sure and, and at the end because this was your pick so yeah um, <laughs> it's the history that we've been we do my first and then we do yours last and mm-hmm. then after if I forget Remind me, I want to ask you why you chose this exact genre, right? Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so, so uh, go ahead. Take us away with uh, your take on my pick. Yeah, so you gave me this uh, this song called uh, Bagishri. I'm thinking that's how it's pronounced. Bagshri. All right, Bagshri by a band called Mole. Um, this is a super chill yet really funky live instrumental piece of music. Um, it's super catchy at first with this really... Uh, great synthesizer opener and it's had some really funky um, drumming uh, but the first thing you notice with this track is it's got tons of layered instrumentation on it and like I said it's, instrument, it's an instrumental track so it's got um, these great um, almost like motoric style beats which is just a, like a, a beat that's going to like lull you into some sort of almost like a hypnotic style or a hypnotic trance almost which is constantly re- repeating itself um, and you're going with the rhythm of it. It's got this great background uh, vocals, uh, and it's got this like almost traditional guitar played over it, and this like like I said, the synthesizer, which is really cool. Um, but then it's got this really great violin piece that closes out the the piece of music. This just comes in as this big swelling violin um, that really peaks the track. Um, yeah, I really dug this track. It's really good. Um, it's a li- really great live piece. Kind of like shows off this really great uh, big band. This is a band I've never heard of um, called Mole. Um, I say big band because there's just a lot of people in the band, not like the style of music big band. Um, yeah, it reminded me a lot of like uh, almost, even though it doesn't sound like it, it reminded me a lot of like instrument, uh, electronic music today, like LCD sound system, bands like that, where they layer just a ton of different uh, instrumentations on top of each other and they all kind of they come together really well um or like the german bands from the 70s like can uh which do the same kind of thing um but this is a little more traditional but um this is one thing i did want to ask you to clarify for me um is that this band is not indian at all and <laughs> it's actually actually mole is pakistani and uh yeah so i guess you can talk a little bit about that but it, they're really great bands. So I don't want to say anything, knock them for not being from India, but. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Call it my little cheat, my friend. Sure. Yeah. No, no. Um, 
for sure. Whenever I, I sent you this one, I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Don't tell me about it. Don't message me about it. And of course you messaged me and I was like, don't, don't, don't stop. I was like, I knew you were going to have something to say, but just, just, just hear me out. All right. We'll get to that in a minute. All right. Yes. All right. We know the genre pick is Indian music and I chose a band from Pakistan, but all right. So let me just start by telling you a little bit about like why I picked this and, and why yeah, I yeah. love okay. this song and this group and this style of music. So I love the mix of the old and the new here, like the traditional and the modern. Um, like you said, you do have like the synthesizers, but it's like an amazing blend of like older traditional um, Hindustani kind of style of music. And you said there were so many people who were part of this group and we use the word like instrumental, but there's also a lot of vocals. There's female vocals mm -hmm. in here, there's male vocals in here, and they just all kind of like come together in this, truly unique kind of blend of you know this group mole from pakistan and from what i could find out they're no longer together um but this youtube video was from 2011 so i mean this is mm. 10 11 years ago mm. but i just I, I loved it and so there's so many people taking part in this and i feel like even though you don't necessarily have lyrics in it but the vocals in it i still feel like are singing and and it's like giving you words without giving you words. And to me, like, I don't know how you have backup singers and a lot of music today that just kind of add, you know, another layer of music to the main verse and the, the forefront. I feel like you have backup singers here who are like just supporting the instruments and the story and the emotion and the feeling that the instruments are playing. Like the, to me, the instruments here are the lead vocals. And the mm -hmm. vocals are the supporting instruments. And I love that, you know? And I think for anyone who listens to this track, you will definitely hear some familiar sounds of, you know, from the Indian subcontinent or, or from Pakistan or India and Bangladesh. And you're gonna be like, hey, I, I know this kind of music. And then yet at the same time, you're gonna hear these synthesizers and it's just gonna be like, whoa, what is going on here? Um, and like you said, so this is Mole from Pakistan, and, and the song is called Bagshri, um, and it's produced by Cook Studios Pakistan. And I say all that for all of you out there, like, check out this group and this piece. You will be happy you did. Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And I do say, like, I, listen, I do listen to a lot of world music, and I do really love the incorporation of synthesizers and uh, funk instrumentation in this kind of music, like, or even like uh, in Indian music as well, but like Turkish music has a lot of psychedelic and um, synthes weird synthesizer stuff. And a lot of these uh, bands have been incorporated for like, maybe the last 50, 60 years. They think really, really well with their, with their traditional music. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think most certainly you started hearing more synthesizers and more kind of world music all over the place. All right, so why I chose this or how I went about choosing this is because um, a person I know introduced me to this song a few months back, and, and I was like, you know, I think this can work, but I really wanted to find out a little bit more about it, and I wasn't about to Google anything about it because I just, I wanted to know from the person who introduced it to me. And so that individual, they said that this is really like a blending of what you would call like a classical Hindustani Raj Bhashri, Bhashri, I keep mispronouncing that word, it's a hard word for me to get, but um, <laughs> it's a blending of traditional Hindustani with 
you know, I, like you said, Western kind of pop style into it. And we keep saying synthesizers because it's, it's so prominent. And to me, it's like so unique and it sets off the traditional pieces about it. Um, but as far as like the classical Hindustani music that this has its roots in, which you could most certainly hear, like, especially towards the middle of the song, like mm -hmm. you get that very traditional vibe in it. Um, but when I asked them, I was like, well, you know, like, what does Hindustani mean to you? What is Hindustani music? Because like Hindu, you'd say, okay, Hindi, that's like Indian, most certainly so, but like the Stani, like I think like Pakistani. So like mm -hmm. Hindustani, I think looking at that word, I think it's like a blending. Mm -hmm. But they were telling me that like, if, if you Google this and you would like just look it up in general, like a lot of it will just say that Hindustani is Indian music um, or they'll just reference maybe the subcontinent of India. But the reality of it is the subcontinent of India, it's a massive place. And it's not just India, you know, it, it's Pakistan, it's Bangladesh, it's India, it's a lot of places, it's a lot of people. And although like there's way more than a billion people there, and there's a lot of differences between the peoples there, but there's also a lot of similarities culturally, linguistically, and musically. And Hindustani, from what they were telling me and, and how I feel it from this piece, is most certainly a blending of all that. Um, so because of that, I say it's not a cheat, even though the band is from Pakistan, um, because it's in like the Hindustani mixture of music. So that's my reasoning for why it's not a cheat and why I included it. Oh, fair enough, fair enough, I can dig it. Yes, yes, yes. All right, and what about your pick now? I'm interested to talk about this one too. What do you got for us? Yeah, it's uh, it's this track called uh, Mebuba Mebuba uh, from the film Cholet. This is I went with a very classic piece of music from a Bollywood movie. Um, this is a piece by the famed composer, Bollywood composer Arde Berman. Um, and uh, I'll tell you, I can get, the, get into a little bit more here in a moment, but I want to hear your reaction to it before I get into the specifics of this track. Sure, sure. And you most certainly answered my first question was, was this a music video or was this a part of the movie? <laughs> um, was it part of the movie or was it a music video? No, it's part of the movie. Yeah, this is a film from the 70s. Uh, okay. This is a film called Cholet. And I'll get more into that in a little bit. But I wish right, right. I, I made sure to send you the not only the, the audio, but I wanted to send you the clip from the movie as well. Right, right. So whenever I started watching it, I was like, I felt like this is from a movie. So like, I immediately I like minimized it. Um, and I restarted it because I wanted to get like, I didn't want the film to influence my listening experience first. Um, and then after I watched it with uh, the clip from the film. But, you know, looking at this, I definitely got the classic Bollywood feel from it and the, the music and, and the, the upbeatness. And I don't think I've ever heard this song before. I've most certainly though heard a lot of music in this style. And I totally dig it, you know. Now granted, I've no idea what the lyrics mean right so there are a lot of lyrics in here um mm -hmm. but i do like the tone of the words mixed with the music which is one thing i really look for when i'm listening to international music in a language that i don't understand you know i'm not looking to google the words and get an english translation but i am looking for the lyrics to flow with the music and i think that did a really good job in this song um, in the music itself you know the mixture of the instruments and variations of the tempos and the beats. And it was just really a chill vibe all the way. 
but then it really picks up towards the end of the song and then it just boom drops off and it's like wow i was like you know a lot of music really it it picks up the tempo to go out on but then it kind of like dies out a little bit um and it, it just smooths out and this one it went out on a bang and I thought that was pretty cool because you, you finish listening to the song and your heart is still pumping. You're still grooving. And you're like, you know what, man, I could, I could listen to some more of this stuff. Let me, let me uh, find the next track on here. What's a suggested listening next for this. I really dug it. I did. I did. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah. Uh, so this is from the film Cholet, which is uh, the to me, the best way to describe it is uh, a Bollywood spaghetti Western. It's um, kind of like if, if, you know, if you took the good, bad, and the ugly, and you made it in in India, um, it's a big action um, movie about these guys who are who are protecting this town. And this is this particular piece of music, which I think is the most famous piece of music from the movie, um, is from a scene set in the bandit uh, camp, the the, ba the bandit camp. Um, and basically, the the clip is this guy, this performer who's singing while this woman is dancing, and you have these. <laughs> these uh, bandits that are just leering at these, this woman who's performing the dance while this guy is performing. Um, I forget if there's a backing band, but basically they've, these people feel like hostages in this scene who are um, performing this music. And uh, so there's this, there's this um, fear that's kind of incorporated in this track where, I mean, the track is, is translates to English as darling, darling. Um, and it's kind of about a guy singing to a woman. Um, it's a very basic kind of love song. Um, but given the context of, of the number in the film, there's this fear because they're being held hostage by this, by these bandits. And there's also this leering quality, um, or, or, you know, the danger that's coming from the bandits leering at this woman dancing that any moment you feel like there could, violence could erupt. Um, and so there's this sadness in the song as well, kind of creeps in from the, from the tone of the, of the, of the piece about the fact that they are hostages and they could, you know, there is danger at any moment, you know, in the middle of this this love song um but yeah rd berman is like uh one of the most famous composers of this period he did a ton of stuff and i think the 60s through the 80s and even even further further on um he died in the 90s but he is he's really famous for not only doing all these traditional scores but he did he makes a lot of funk elements and electronic elements with synthesizers and kind of really updated um bollywood uh music um to fit a more worldwide interest in like disco and funk and stuff that was kind of taking over in popular culture um and yeah so you have this this um this is like considered like one of the greatest or biggest productions of its time and so it's just like a great um piece of music that, that really kind of like illustrates uh india in the 70s and or not india in the 70s but bollywood in the 70s and it's so intriguing that you said you know the influence of disco because I can't stand disco with a passion <laughs> and and it's I always I guess I, I kind of downplay its influence to actually think that disco did influence anything anywhere mm -hmm. because here in the states disco was such a short-lived period right like you had the Beatles mm -hmm. and the Woodstock and rock and roll era hit and then um you know the the BGs and people came in pretty quickly, but then the '80s took over, and you know you get things like um, Guns and Roses, you get Black Sabbath, you get Michael Jackson, you get hip hop. Like, and it just seems like the evolution of music in the U.S. at least from like the '60s to the '80s, disco was just itty bitty little bleep there. So I always overlook it. So it's 
So did disco really have an influence out there? Yeah, I think if you look at the evolution of music, I mean, disco is, is definitely a very small window in the history of music. But think about club culture and like uh, you know, there's a, all, a lot of like dancing, you know, dance, dance hall culture. And you have these different phases. But I, I mean, to me, disco has always been like the white version of funk music, but it was radio friendly. But then there was a lot of like, I think that's where um, you get your Giorgio Moroders and people like that who are taking those funk influences and these dance um these dance tracks, these pop dance tracks of disco and kind of expanding them into uh, house music. But, you know, basically that's where the evolution is going. Um, and kind of stretching out those 12 inch records and stuff. So I think there's just like this tiny little window that this genre was around, but like what came out of it and the experimentation that came out of it and like the cultures that came out of it um, that, that, you know, definitely shifted very quickly into the eighties. But I think it did have, wildly enough, it did have like a, a huge, um, you know, impact, especially if you look at like European dance music of this period, like even going to the eighties, like a lot of Italian music is, is still, is still using um, disco references and a lot of uh, Eastern European music is using disco references. So yeah, I think this it kind of died off really quickly here in, in the States, but I think there is a long lasting influence from, from the genre. And that's amazing that you see it have an influence here in music and Bollywood. And I love, by the way, that you brought in movies to it, too, even though we're doing like <laughs> music here. So we both like yeah. kind of fudged our answers for today. But I dig it um, because I think music is most certainly like a paramount part of uh, movies, right? Like you, mm -hmm. you almost can't have a film without music, although you do have some examples of it, sure. But, you know, whether it's a soundtrack or you're scoring it with instrumental pieces, almost all film has music to it. Yeah, even silent movies. Right, right. So I think, you know, in a lot of ways, it's a cool thing to bring in film and music and how sometimes, you know, they're side by side with each other. But why did you pick this genre in particular? So we both do love international music. You could have went anywhere in the world. What drew mm -hmm. you to Indian music? I just love Indian music. I love the vibe of it. I love the instrumentation. Um, and I think it also really comes out of uh, my frustration of not being able to talk about too many Indian films when we talk about the top 10 list. Uh, I, I know that there are a lot of references. There are a lot of like areas that we could incorporate Indian film more, but I don't feel like they're as accessible as they could be to us. Um, and so, yeah, it's like I'm really into Bollywood films and I'm really into the music from India. And when we got around to making this to this, uh, this series, I was like, well, shit, I'm going to do Indian music because I just love you know it doesn't sound like it, for culture it doesn't sound like anything else on the planet uh, obviously there are you know shared things with their neighboring uh countries in the region but like it's just so specific to to that area and to the people that live there that um had had to do it for this uh, series no i dig it um any reason is a good reason to include something new on the show for sure i love it yeah. i love it all right well then what is our genre for next time we are doing and I think quite a few of you out there may not even know what this is, but the genre is trip hop. That's right. Gregory Day, do you know what trip hop is? Fuck yes, I do. 
All right, good man, good man. Don't tell anyone. We're, if you are unsure about what trip hop is, it's a thing. Um, and we will get to it for sure. And I will send you my pick later in the week for that. In fact, I'm not even sure I know what my pick is yet. I have a few up there, but you know, I'm interested to talk about this one for sure. And on the real, anytime any of you out there, you know, we pick a genre, we pick a song, and you think about something, send in your pick. We'll talk about it on air. And Gregory Day, before we go, I just want to talk to you real quick for a second. So we just had episode 500 of Lo-Fi Poli Sci. And during the making of that, I also realized we just made one year of doing your top 10 movie list, man. And I wanted to say thank you so much for that. Um, It has been a true pleasure having you on the show for over a year now. So thank you for always being here. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you for having me on the show, man. I love doing this. Yeah, it adds something different you know for all of us to do and i think you know as nitty-gritty as we do sometimes get with the show itself because we're talking about international news and the news is sometimes tragic you know that's just the way that it is Mm -hmm. i always do like the idea of bringing you in and having you just take our mind away from you know the bullshit of the world even if it's just for an hour to talk about movies you know i love it and i know a lot of other people out there love it so thank you so much for giving us a break and giving us an intro into another medium and we love it thank you so much yeah yeah well thank you and gregory day till the next trade off turn it up my friend and play it loud oh hell yeah Thank you.